welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Well, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you've joined me this week. I wanted to start out just by saying a huge thank you to all of you who have listened and who have rated and who have reviewed and who have subscribed to the podcast. It has had a great response thus far and really looking forward to seeing uh, where this thing goes as we get down the road a little bit. But just really wanted to say thank you. Appreciate all of you all that are out there in the in the coaching community and the business community uh, that have taken the time uh, to listen and also to rate and review. So just a big thank you. I want to start this week by asking you a question. On a scale of 1 to 10, uh, how self-confident are you? So on a scale of 1 to 10, how confident in yourself are you? And when I ask that question, I, I like to follow it up by asking a similar question, but uh, just with a, an additional word, and that is, how self-confident are you really? So really, how self-confident are you? Because the truth is, most of us struggle with true self-confidence. You know, we may not struggle with confidence in certain areas of our lives, but to be supremely confident in oneself, well, that's a different story. So today we're going to talk about self-confidence, what self-confidence is, what it's not, and how you can help build it in any area of your life. Because let's face it, we all struggle at times with our self-confidence. So so to start, what is self-confidence? Well, Google defines it as being able to trust one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. So a simple definition is to be secure in yourself and to be secure in your abilities. Your ability to trust yourself, it's knowing you can experience any feeling, including failure, without being harmed. Now that may be new to some of you, uh, really experiencing your feelings and learning what your feelings are and recognizing that your feelings creep up in your body and, and what those feelings uh, create uh, and being able to name those feelings. That's something that's that's really important and something that, that you can learn. And like I said, most of us don't aren't even aware of our feelings and aren't even aware that we have as many feelings as we do. But if you can learn to experience any feeling, including failure, and know that you're not going to be harmed on the other side of it, it's a game changer, and it will certainly help in your self-confidence. And then finally, it's your overall opinion of yourself. You know, what do you really believe about yourself? Do you love yourself? Are you vulnerable enough to say that, hey, I love me, and I love me for me, regardless of what anybody else thinks about me? See, most of us get our, our self-worth and our self-validation from the outside. We get it from somebody else. But true self-confidence and true self-worth and true self-love comes from within. So let's dive a little deeper and let's look at your ability to trust yourself. Now, this comes down to knowing that you'll do what you've said you'll do. And you may think about that and you think, well, what do you mean? Well, I mean that if you tell yourself you're going to do something, you know how that little voice talks uh, in the back of your head or sometimes in the front of our heads. Sometimes it hits us over our head, but we tell ourselves that we're going to do something. Instead of us 
pushing that off or instead of us not following through on that commitment that we made to ourselves, we actually do it. We follow through on a plan that we've made regardless of the circumstance or regardless of what else comes up as a distraction. So think about how many of you have not followed through on a commitment that you've made to yourself. Think about that for a minute. So when you think about, hey, I'm going to start a new workout program, or I'm going to start eating healthy, or I'm going to meet someone at a certain time, or I'm going to call a friend back that I told I would call back yesterday, but you actually don't do it. How many times does that happen, and how many times does that continue to happen to you? Gosh, think about New Year's resolutions and how many times we make New Year's resolutions, and then by the third or fourth week, we've not been able to keep that commitment to ourselves, And all of those little things over time will impede our self-confidence. It will impede our ability to trust ourselves. And so really the ability to trust ourselves, it comes from consistent follow-through on your own word as a starting point. Consistent follow-through on your own word as a starting point. Small doses over and over each and every day. So let me give you an example of what this might look like in real life. You might tell yourself that you're going to get up at 6 o'clock every morning. So you set your alarm at 6 o'clock, and at 6.05, you're still laying there. You've hit snooze one or two times. Well, you're not keeping your own commitment to yourself that you've told yourself you're going to get up at 6 o'clock every day. Now you say, well, that's something small. That's minute. That shouldn't even matter. Well, it does matter because in the big scheme of things, you're learning to trust yourself or not trust yourself, whether you realize it or not, because your subconscious is always playing a story in your mind. Your subconscious is always playing a movie in your mind, and it looks for areas to say, oh, yeah, I can trust him here. I can trust her here. I know that she'll do what she said she's going to do because she's done that before. What he said he's going to do, he'll validate that because that's who he is. He'll show up. So you follow through on your word for the day. Let's say you've made a food plan. You've decided you're going to eat healthy and you've got a food plan. And maybe you even have and you incorporate one cheat in it a week. And you say, you know what, I've had my cheat. But now on Thursday night, there's a group going out and they're going to have wings and wings aren't on your food plan. Well, you say, well, just one or two wings. That that won't bother me. Again, you're not staying true to yourself. You're not keeping your word to yourself. And so instead of having small wins and small doses over and over in each and every day to where you're building up that confidence, you're building up your ability to trust yourself, you're in fact doing just the opposite. You're proving to yourself that, oh, here I go again. I can't even keep my own commitment to myself. And that little voice in the back of your head goes, and how are you ever going to keep it to somebody else? You know you're not good enough. You know you're never going to measure up. So in fact, you're tearing down your self-confidence instead of building it up. So if you tell yourself you're going to do something, you do it. And you do it even if it is those small doses each and every day. This is very different from saying you'll do something and then hoping you'll follow through. Right? Hoping you'll follow through. Hoping you're going to prove yourself right. No, you're going to prove yourself right because you've told yourself you're going to do it. If you leave that room open to hope, it leaves room for self-doubt, which, as I just mentioned, is the opposite of self-confidence. Now, here's some good news. You're not born with self-confidence. 
We're not born just naturally loving ourselves and naturally being confident within ourselves. But you earn it for yourself by keeping your word to yourself each and every day. And you do what you say you're going to do at the highest level possible. Now, that's some good news for us. That's good news for you out there who really struggle in this area and who really struggle to love yourself and who really struggle to be so confident, so supremely confident in yourself that it doesn't matter what anybody else says because you can develop it and you can learn it and you can practice it each and every day. So the second that I mentioned a minute ago is knowing that you can experience any feeling and be okay with it. So think about this for a minute. The worst thing that can happen is a feeling or an emotion. Think about that. Emotions are what make life bad when it's bad and good when it's good. And until we develop a feeling about a circumstance or about a thought that we're having, life is just life. Life is just neutral. But when we're able to say, you know what, the absolute worst thing that can happen in this situation is a feeling or an emotion, and we can sit through that, well, we can really grow on the other side of that. You know, most of us spend too much time in self-doubt because we don't know that we can handle anything that comes our way. We fear that we'll be permanently harmed. But the truth is, no emotion that we can't feel and process all the way through, there isn't one. There is no emotion that we can't feel and process all the way through. So when we're, when we're willing to experience any emotion and know that the worst thing that can happen, man, we'll be flooded with self-confidence. So think about a feeling when you get embarrassed. Think about you're getting ready to give up, get up and give a big speech. And you get ready to give the big speech and you get on stage and nothing comes to you. Like you just go blank. You have to go over and you have to find your notes. You have to dig your notes out. You have to come back on stage and then you give your presentation and you feel so embarrassed. Well, a lot of us react to embarrassment in a lot of different ways. But when you can learn to know that, boy, embarrassment is just a feeling, it's just an emotion. And the worst thing that can happen is maybe they boo you off the stage or maybe you don't get a standing ovation or maybe you don't get invited back to the presentation but that's the worst thing that can happen, then you can, then you can learn to live with some embarrassment. You don't have to be critical and you don't have to lash out. You don't have to be judgmental when someone says something to you just because you're embarrassed. You can tell yourself, huh, I'm embarrassed. That's what that feeling feels like. I can sit through this emotion and I can understand it. That may be uncomfortable. Matter of fact, when you first start out and you first start to learn to embrace your, your feelings and your emotions, it's going to be extremely uncomfortable. And depending how deep those emotions go and how long you've been telling yourself the same story, it's going to be harder and harder for you. But if you can sit there and instead of resisting it, allow it and learn to allow it, then on the other side of it, you realize, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was because that was just a feeling. I wasn't really being attacked by people. It was just the way I was interpreting it. And if you can become curious, and so, wow, so that's what embarrassment feels like. You know, that's what shame feels like. That's what anxiety feels like. And you can start naming those feelings. Man, you just be, become flooded with self-confidence. 
So knowing you can experience any feeling and be okay with it. And then, and then the third is, is your opinion of yourself. What you think about yourself is what generates or depletes self-confidence. Now think about this. We've just talked about feelings and emotions, but confidence is a feeling. And self-confidence is a feeling about oneself. It's funny, huh? We never think of it that way, that self-confidence is a feeling about oneself. And our feelings come from our thoughts. So the way we think about ourselves will determine whether or not we feel confident. Let me say that again. Our feelings come from our thoughts. So the way we think about ourselves will determine whether or not we feel confident. A self-confident person is going to think they're good and capable and worthy regardless of others' opinions. It doesn't matter what someone else says. They think they're strong and confident regardless. So self-confidence is a feeling that creates a result, and that result doesn't even have to be completed to create a feeling. Because you can decide that you want to feel self-confident before you even go into the meeting. You can decide that you want to be self-confident before you even have the presentation to give, before you even get up on stage and speak in front of people. You can decide inwardly through your thoughts to create the feeling of self-confidence. That's impactful. And that's for somebody out there that's listening today that struggles with this to know that if you can begin to change your thoughts about confidence in the first place and about yourself, particularly about yourself and, and about how you love yourself, then you can become supremely more confident literally overnight. So what is self-confidence not? You know, we've talked about this and it sounds like, hey, Darren, you're just trying to build me up and you want me to feel good about myself and you want me to, to love myself. And, and I do. That's exactly what I want you to do. But what it's not is it's not arrogance because arrogance is thinking you're better than someone else. And then you go out and try to prove it. You know, arrogance is, works by trying to get a higher opinion of yourself by comparing yourself to others. How many times have you done that? How many times have, have you tried to build yourself up by putting someone else down? Someone else that you feel like you're not quite as good at. Maybe you're not quite as talented as. Maybe as a coach, you're not quite the speaker that that coach is. You don't communicate quite as well. His or her players seem to just love them. You're in a business setting and your boss just seems to command the room and you can't command the room. And instead of saying, boy, you know, I've got a lot of traits myself that I do extremely well that, that he or she doesn't. I know that. I know, I know I'm better in certain areas than they are. You try to put them down. You try to compare. You judge them. That's arrogant. That's where that arrogance comes from. It comes from a lack of of self-confidence. Because self-confidence, when genuine, understands that all humans are awesome. All humans are capable by just appreciating them. It doesn't need to put anybody else down because it says we've all got traits that we bring to the table. We've all got certain gifts that we've been given that make this earth and make this world what it is. That's what makes humans humans and what makes us uh, go together all in this big space. And when we can realize that and appreciate that, 
in others and not compare in others, then our self-confidence begins to build. So to sum that up, you know, most of our criticism, think about this, most of our criticism is usually projection on others. We compensate for our lack of confidence by trying to make ourselves better in our own minds than someone else. So arrogance, arrogance is based on fear. It's just the opposite of what self-confidence is. So why aren't most of us more confident? Why aren't we more self-confident? Well, we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust ourselves. We don't understand how to manage our minds because we've never been taught how to do that. It's what we're going to continue to dive in on this podcast is how you, how you train your mind, how you train your feelings, how you learn that your feelings come from your thoughts. But we don't understand that. So we just feel out of control. We constantly and consistently let ourselves down. So we undermine our ability to trust ourselves and to stay in our own integrity. If we can't be... Uh, have integrity in ourselves, we certainly aren't going to see it in others, right? We're afraid to feel our emotions. We would rather hide or avoid or push them down than feel them. And so this leaves us scared, leaves us scared to do anything because we risk failure. And if we fail, then we feel like we're the problem. We feel like that's all on us. We think we have to do it perfectly or we're afraid we'll feel a negative emotion. And we've been taught. We've been taught since childhood that we shouldn't feel negative emotions, right? Oh, don't feel bad, honey. It's okay. Don't feel like that. You'll, it's okay. You'll get it right the next time. When in fact, we should embrace that emotion and say, you know what? This is the worst thing that can happen. The worst thing that can happen is a negative emotion. And if I fail, that's okay because I get a chance to do it again. I get a chance to prove myself over again. And for most of us, it takes a long, long time to learn that lesson because most of our opinions of ourselves is very low. Our brains, they're naturally programmed to see what's wrong with us. So that's what it's always looking for. Our brain is always looking for the negative. It finds negative thoughts to create, you guessed it, negative emotions, which again is the opposite of self-confidence. So let me give you four steps of how to increase your self-confidence. You've heard what it is. You've heard what it's not. Let's talk about four steps to increase self-confidence. Step number one is realize that the worst thing that can happen is a feeling. The worst thing that can happen is a feeling. So be willing to feel the fear. Be willing to feel the humiliation, the shame, and still be okay, at, still be okay with it as a person. This builds your self-confidence that you can experience anything and still be okay. And remember this, what others think about you is 100% about them. What others think about you is 100% about them. It's about their fears, their insecurities, their faults. It's not about you. We like to internalize that. We like to internalize with what somebody else says about us because we make it about us, but it's 100% about them. Number two, show up and take action. Show up and take action. You want to build self-confidence this week? Go out and do something that you're afraid to do. Go out and do something you're afraid to do. You can do a dare of the day. 
Do something small every day that you're afraid to do. Make a phone call you don't want to make. Send a text message you don't want to send. Go up and ask somebody for something that you normally wouldn't ask for. But do something that you're afraid to do. Because the model is you fail, you repeat. You fail, you repeat. You fail, you repeat. You experience the the emotion and then you start getting some small wins. Because folks, if you're just winning every time, If everything you set out to do, you succeed or you win, then you're not stretching yourself enough. That's why you don't have the self-confidence you have because you hide behind the fear. You hide behind the fact that you might not be able to do it perfectly. But let people judge you. Let them judge you. Bring it on. You don't think people judge me? People judge me about this podcast right now. Why is he doing that? What gives him the right? What You know, on and on and on. Let them judge you. Don't make it about you, but gain some small wins. Experience that emotion. Show up and take action and start gaining some self-confidence this week. Number three, believe in yourself unconditionally. Believe in yourself unconditionally. Decide that you what you want to believe. Decide what you want to believe about yourself. Have any of you ever thought about what you want to believe about yourself? I mean, I know a lot of you know what you believe about yourself because it's not very good. But have you ever thought, you know what, I can change that? I can change how I want to believe about myself and I can decide to believe differently? You know, you have to believe in yourself harder than anyone else in the room. If you walk into a room, you've got to believe in yourself more than anyone else in there. You look around and you say, you know what, it doesn't matter what he or she says about me. I'm confident in myself. I'm confident in my abilities. I'm confident in me. And if they do say something about me that that I don't like, that's on them. And also, just, just so you know, if they do say something about you that you do like, that's also on them. It's also on them. Because if we start making the good things about us, then when we hear bad things about us, it just makes it that much worse. So we have to have our own backs more than anyone else in the room. No one can knock you off your self-confident pedestal. No one. So number four, and this one's just a freebie, but life is short. You know, it's going to be over before we know it. We really have, when you look at the big scheme of things, and you especially look at what's going on right now in the world, we've got very little control. None of it's probably going to mean a whole lot, so we might as well just lay it out on the line and go for it. You know, if there's something out there that you've been holding back, that you've been wanting to try or you've been wanting to do, and you've not done it purely because you're scared or purely purely because you don't feel like you have the confidence to go do it, man, start today. You know, start today. Go out there and try something. Try something this week. Do something small. Gain some wins. And start building that self-confidence. So become aware of your negative self-talk. When you start talking yourself down a, down a bad road, down a dark road, begin noticing that. Begin the process of loving yourself. Take a risk. Embrace the failure or success. And build your self-confidence one step at a time. So again, those four steps to increase your self-confidence. Realize the worst thing that can happen is a feeling. Show up and take action. Believe in yourself unconditionally and know that life is short. It's over before we know it. 
Thank you so much for joining me this week on the podcast. I look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great one, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It would be great if you could review the podcast and subscribe this week. You can also find me on my website at drdarrenwilson.com or on Twitter at Darren underscore Wilson or on Instagram at Dr. Darren Wilson. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.